Hi, I'm KJ and welcome to my podcast, Not A Life Coach. This podcast details the framework I use to answer questions to get me thinking around specific topics, to discover and be aware of certain behaviours and perspective that affect my life and do not serve me. This leads to a better understanding of myself, my behaviours, my beliefs, where these may have started or come from and how they affect me. By being more aware, I can start to take action and make changes to eradicate behaviours that don't serve me. This is an account of my process of working through this, finding awareness, accepting this and then acting to be a better and healthier person which results in a healthier and more fulfilling life. This is a share of some of my experiences and realisations. In my experience, rather than advising others on how to do the same, sharing of experiences is a powerful way to help people. If you're following along and thinking over some of these questions and ideas, please remember these topics can be surprising and bring up long forgotten and painful feelings. When this happens, we just need to take care of ourselves, whatever self-care looks like to you. So, as usual, take what you like and leave the rest and we'll see how this goes. This episode is about justification. The dictionary defines justification as the action of showing something to be right or reasonable. I certainly became a master of justifying my actions, believing I was definitely right and perfectly reasonable. I did it to the point I refused to accept the things other people did, even when my actions were the same or I'd been guilty of the same behaviour previously. I could justify my own actions to believe I was always right, no matter what I'd done to feel self-righteous and justify things I did that I knew deep down were not right. I realise now I cannot change the actions of others, but I can look at what I did to contribute to a situation and learn from it. I can reflect on myself and before blaming others, I can think about whether I'm guilty of the same. Bad behaviour and unkindness for any reason says more about us than it does about someone else. It's never okay to be unkind, manipulate to get what we want, to talk about people unkindly behind their backs or retaliate because someone else did something. By going through these questions, I can identify times I have justified things and recognise when others are doing the same, which helps me to have compassion and realise that often people who are hurting hurt others. As I admit my own pretenses, I can increase my own awareness of my behaviour and be more honest with myself, and it's then that I can investigate alternative ways of being. The first section is entitled, My Behaviour. The first question asks, what behaviours do I find unacceptable? This was easy. My list was extensive. I don't like injustice. I cannot stand inequality, including, but not limited to, homophobia, transphobia, racism, sexism. I don't like manipulation or controlling behaviour. I don't like negative people and drama. The list goes on and on. The next question was, what behaviours do I find irritating? Again, this was quite an easy one to write a list. I find negative behaviours irritating, especially lots of moaning or ranting, particularly when they're aggressive as well. I get very irritated at selfish, entitled and egotistical behaviour. 
My biggest irritation though is when people eat loudly. In fact, any eating or slurping noises send me insane. The next question took me by surprise. It asked, how have I justified my unacceptable actions? This was a bit of a jump. I was doing quite well at thinking about what everybody else does to annoy me. But I began thinking of lots of times when my behaviour was unacceptable and my reasons behind it. I thought of times that I'd been disrespectful or rude, dismissive or condescending by disregarding the feelings or opinions of others. I've ignored personal boundaries, privacy or consent, blaming others, refusing to take responsibility for my own actions, being passive aggressive by indirectly expressing hostility or negative emotions, especially through sarcasm, silent treatment or backhanded compliments. I had so many justifications for a lot of my behaviours, because I was helping, because I thought I knew best, I was angry, hurt, upset, stressed, I was unwell, I was depressed, I blamed hormones, life events at the time, there were examples of times I'd taken charge in my need for control, justifying it as helping others, but when I've really thought about it, I've stood in the way of others doing things for themselves. Times I've argued with people and said hurtful words, made empty threats and justified that I know they're empty and if that person knows me well enough, they should know that too. I've used this justification so many times, but I have to realise that it's not the other person's experience and empty threats are still threats and they're hurtful. I thought through examples of when I'd gone against my personal values or strong feelings and justified it. Actually, I had a situation just the other day whilst writing this podcast. On my son's last day of primary school, the headmaster was also leaving the school. He's been head of the school since my first son started there 10 years ago. He's very religious and a few years ago this would have been exactly the type of person I would have disliked because of my past experiences. But actually, this man was such a great leader and taught me so much. Over the past 10 years, my life has been pretty traumatic in one way or another. And I, along with many others, have experienced the things he has done to help and support us through troubled times. His decisions and guidance and the things he's quietly put into place. He taught me, for the first time in my life, that the concept of God is not such a terrible thing. He's brought stability and morality to me and my children, and I am so grateful to him. Even to this day, I mention him to my oldest child when I want him to remember morality and kindness, and it works every time. That headmaster has selflessly built basic building blocks of kind and loving concepts in so many children, ones that won't even be consciously remembered for long, but it's there for life. On the last day, I wrote him a sincere card of gratitude and left it with reception in the morning. Then at the Leavers' Assembly, I had several opportunities where he was stood on his own and I knew I should have gone over and spoken to him to thank him for what he's done for me. But I couldn't. I completely justified it to myself that I've said my bit in writing and I don't need to talk to him. At one point, I blatantly ignored him and a voice in my head was telling me that I was doing the wrong thing. I owe him so much more than that, but I just couldn't do it. I had an awful feeling of guilt when I left and came home. I busied myself with my extensive to-do list. But then I thought of the slogan, stop, think and breathe. I realised I was an absolute emotional wreck and needed to take some time. 
I had a really good cry and thought how I justified not speaking to him and how terrible I now felt. I tried to find him at school pickup and couldn't. I was gutted. I realised that by ignoring him, I've not shown the respect I strongly feel I should have. I was so upset and had a long think about why I couldn't speak to him. I realised it was fear. Fear of getting emotional in front of him. Fear of digging up painful memories I'd rather forget. Fear of not getting my words out right and looking stupid. When I really start to explore why I felt that way... I was surprised how much there was behind the justification and my inaction. This again illustrates to me how often I do things like this without ever realising. Then I seek to justify it so I can lock away any feelings of guilt and shame afterwards. Every time I think of that headmaster now, I'll have a pang of regret for not telling him how profound his effect was on me. I don't know if I'll ever see him again and I'm annoyed at myself. But then again... I have to stop, realise I'm just human. All I can do now is learn from this for next time I'm in this situation. The next section is entitled Questionable Behaviour. The first question is, how do I feel when I justify my actions with others? I started to think about when I gossip, criticise or speak unkindly about people and then justify that to the person I'm speaking to about why I'm being unkind when I know I shouldn't. So like in the moment, I just can't help myself. So I seek to justify to that other person so that they agree. It's just a temporary blip and I can be forgiven just this one time. Then when I reflect later, I feel awful and realise my justifications mean nothing. And the person I was speaking to is probably wondering what I'm saying about them behind their back. I realise I'm justifying things because I know it's not okay. By justifying these actions, I feel temporary reassurance or validation, but I realise now this leads to a sense of dependency on external approval. Instead, I need to stay true to my own values and beliefs, and when I behave in a way that's not in line with them, I need to promptly admit that to myself, apologise if appropriate, and try again tomorrow. I am just a human, none of us are perfect. A few years ago, I began to notice a trend in my family when we wanted each other to do something or meet up somewhere, etc. And we didn't want to. We invent lies that are plausible to our situation and cannot be challenged. I began to notice how often I did this. And when challenged, I feel backed into a corner. So I have to blatantly lie to justify why I can't do something they want me to. Then I felt bad for lying afterwards. Or when I see someone else doing this and I know they are because I know the thought pattern and I've done it myself. When observing someone else, I can realise there is no need for this justification. We all have choices. We don't need to explain ourselves. Now I'm practising saying no when I really don't want to do something and just being honest about it. I had another situation recently when a friend wanted me to go and help them move. She hadn't contacted me for ages and hadn't even told me that she was moving, then just expected me to go and help with hardly any notice at all. I felt really annoyed at this and went over all the reasons I shouldn't have to go and help, winding myself up feeling angry, frustrated and all the negative emotional responses that go with being annoyed at someone. As I thought of more and more justifications and got more and more wound up, it suddenly hit me, how often do I keep in touch? What have I been responsible for? How many times have I forgotten to tell her about things in my life? 
I'm the world's worst at keeping in regular contact with the people I love. I let go of all the potential resentments I was beginning to build in my head and realised when I look at my own behaviour and let it start with me, I could make positive change. I went to help her and realised that she was so stressed out. Once I was there, I could understand why she had admitted to tell me until she was panicking. And I was so glad that I was there. Rather than justifying why I should not and going down a negative route, instead of feeling annoyed, I was able to be honest with her instead and say, I really wish I'd known sooner so I could have made plans to help for longer. But I also know that I'm guilty of the same behaviour and that allowed me to remove any judgment. Justification has been particularly relevant with my relationship with my children. When I set house rules or they don't get what they want, they often demand explanations. In the past, they would definitely do this and I'd always find myself trying to justify my decisions and going round and round in circles. And these kids are clever little so-and-sos. They'll tie me up in my own words and so often I'd be left feeling like my decisions were incorrect and maybe I needed to rethink them on the spot, in the moment, and they'd pick up on that. After going through this topic, I realised I do not have to explain to them in the heat of the moment when they're upset with a new rule or restriction that they don't want. I can now cut off so many potential arguments by gently explaining I do not need to justify myself. It's my job as their mother to keep them safe or protect them and I don't need to explain that to them but I can discuss it with them when they feel less angry at me and maybe we can compromise. This has been a real game changer and reduced so many conflicts. The following question asked, are there any particular people with whom I consistently engage in unacceptable behaviour? Make a list of these and explain. As I started to make a list, I realised a lot of my behaviour is dependent on who I'm with at the time. I could be so different with different people in different contexts. As I started my list, it grew and grew and I realised there are quite a few people I engage in unacceptable behaviour with. Whether that's talking badly or judgmentally about others, with some it can be a toxic form of bonding, a trait that I've had for a long time and I know the damage and impact it can have. Or the people in my life that I'm not keen on and I'm holding resentments for things and treat them with disrespect or silence. The next question asked, why do I feel it's okay to act out with some and not others? I went through my list of people and tried to account for my own behaviour rather than just blaming other people or going over resentments that I'm holding on to. For some on the list, I have no idea why I engage in unacceptable behaviour. But for now, I just need to be aware of it. I realise this is a beginning of a list of people I'll have to make amends to, directly or indirectly, and I know this will be a step I'll get to in this programme. But for now, I just need to make a note of who I engage in unacceptable behaviour with and be willing to make a change. I can see the answer is to prioritise my own self-care and focus on fostering healthy relationships to maintain my own mental and emotional stability. The next question asked, how do I behave in ways I would not tolerate from others? What makes me think it's okay for me to act this way? So much of this was already covered in my previous answers. So many of my behaviours I listed were in my original list of things I don't like about other people. I thought of the psychoanalytic concept of projection proposed by one of my heroes, Sigmund Freud. 
This is where we attribute our own unconscious thoughts and feelings and emotions, desires into others and see them as possessing negative characteristics rather than ourselves. By doing this, we can psychologically defend ourselves and avoid facing our own inner conflicts and create a sense of equilibrium. But this is a false security and leads to dangerous thought patterns which cause so many problems if I don't recognise what I'm doing. It makes me think of a wonderful saying that when we accuse or blame others, so when we point the finger, there's always three fingers pointing back. This encourages me to be self-aware and reflect on my own behaviours, shortcomings, hypocrisy or unfair judgments. It encourages me to practice empathy, humility and self-awareness and avoid feeling like a victim by blaming others and things I can't control. By doing this, I can start to have much healthier relationships and interactions with others, even people I don't like. The penultimate section is entitled Responses to Unkindness. The first question asks, when someone treats me unkindly, how do I respond and how do I feel about my responses? Straight away, my first thought is that I get angry. When people are unkind to me, my first reaction is to take it very personally and get very insulted. Again, I think back to road rage. I get so angry about that. But as I've discussed before, I know this is a trigger. I'm very aware of this now. And it gives me a chance to recognise it before I react. Sometimes. When I lose my temper and get involved in road rage, I'm always ashamed of myself afterwards. It encourages me to drive recklessly and justify this because I'm late to pick up my kids or some other really important reason. Then this starts me thinking about how others may have the same situation. When someone has been rude and I react badly, I can so often find out extra information at a later date about something that just happened to them that makes me realise my response was not warranted and probably would have been different if I'd known at the time. But hindsight is such a wonderful thing. Anytime I react with unkind behaviour, I always feel ashamed afterwards. When I managed to list a few times when I had responded to unkindness with kindness, or just letting it go, I feel much better about myself. This led nicely to the final question. What would be considered acceptable responses to another's unkindness? List at least three. This was actually a really good exercise. On my list, my first one is compassion. To remember that I never know what people are going through and I need to be mindful of that. I know that hurting people hurt people. I recently came across the idea of asking someone if they're okay when they're being unkind or rude rather than reacting badly. I'm really trying to keep that one in mind. My second was to be firm and state boundaries. If someone is hurting me, I need to remember I have choices and I do not need to accept unacceptable behaviour. I can just state this and walk away or take myself out of a situation. The third I listed was to not take it personally and check in with myself. To act, not to react. To keep the focus on myself and remember what I can and can't control. And that always is my behaviour and literally nothing else. Criticism or unkindness directed towards me is not fact. If I can remember this, I can respond calmly. I can say something like, you might be right, and avoid bad behaviour that is not in line with my values. The final section, as usual, is my findings. By thinking all this through, 
I can start to see when my own behaviour was unacceptable and the justifications I've used whilst judging others for the same behaviour that I'm guilty of. This doesn't mean I need to be perfect all the time, but it does make me realise I cannot judge others and I need to be aware of my own behaviour and promptly admit it and apologise. Realising I do not need to explain or justify myself has been extremely liberating. Not only that, but it's increased my self-esteem. It makes me remember I am worthy of an opinion, perspective and to have choices. I'm the only person responsible for protecting and nourishing myself. I can do this by setting boundaries of what I will and I won't accept and being accountable for my own actions. I'm starting to become aware of when I'm justifying things. I need to stop and think about what is really going on. If I'm justifying, then what am I trying to excuse? Just by recognising when I justify something, I can realise I need to check my own motives and feelings and determine if it's acceptable according to my values and beliefs. This is making me aware and accountable for my own actions. As usual, it begins with me. And I see from thinking this all through, I really need to learn to be comfortable with not being perfect and really remember to live and let live. Thank you for listening and I hope this was useful for you. I must also credit the music by Les FM from Ukraine and my amazing team who have helped me to create this. If you found this podcast useful, please like and subscribe and join me in the next episode.